Welcome to the Fitness Tech Podcast. This is show number 12 for January 17th, 2011, the podcast that puts fitness and technology together. And uh, again, I'm here with Jamie Eichmeyer. Jamie, how are you? Great. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing well. How was your weekend? Oh, it was wonderful. Did you do anything fitness related? Yes, I ran and did elliptical and stairs. All at your, all in your basement? Yes. Yeah. It was great. How far did you get on the treadmill? Four miles. And then on elliptical, I went for an hour. Excellent. Yeah. What do you do? With, what do you do with the kids? Do they kind of try and get on there with you? During their nap time. Oh, excellent. Yes. Excellent. Good. So. Well, we've got a guest, uh, Jamie Hunt. Jamie's a technology manager here at Gallup and uh, a, a body bug user. And uh, so we wanted to get, we've talked about this on the show in the past, and we wanted to get some feedback from an actual user. Neither you or I use it. And so um, we wanted to get some feedback on that. So, uh, Jamie, welcome to the Fitness Tech Podcast. Thank you. Yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Gallup. Uh, my main responsibility is uh, people. So I've got about uh, 20 technologists that uh, help us run our uh, systems and end-user support systems. So Excellent. T- tell me how you kind of came to the, the body bug you know, experiment for you. I mean, what, what went into that? What were you thinking about? How did you get introduced to it? Uh, just kind of go back and tell us a little bit about how you got there. Um, <clears throat> the, exper- the experiment was started with my 35th birthday. My mom was looking for, I've always been a gadget person. My mom had heard about the body bug, and so she had bought it for me for my birthday. So here it was, June 30th, and I was in the middle of a, uh, uh, a fitness contest with, ten, with nine other people at work. And I had lost about, um, I'd gone from about 218 pounds to, uh, to 203 pounds. So I'd, I'd had a good year, very sustainable, learned a lot, uh, but I'd kind of plateaued. And uh, anyway, the body bug was like this new exciting thing, like, hey, let's check it out. So that's what, uh, what I did. I'll tell you more about it as we go. Yeah, so uh, you, you picked that up. Can I tell us, uh, just from a firsthand experience, what's the body, what is the body bug and, and how, is it, how do you use it and, and you know, kind of how does, it, how does an, the average person uh, make this thing work for them? Perfect. Um, so the body bug is, is a, um, it's a little... Um, it's about the size, it's a little bigger than the size of a silver dollar. It's about as thick as maybe four silver dollars. And it, uh, it, sits, it sits in a band that sits on the back of your left, uh, left tricep. And, uh, Does it have to be the left? I mean, is there something special about that? Um, it wants to be the non-dominant because it, uh, the technologies that, that it uses, uh, the patented technologies it uses, have to do with motion, heat, um, uh, I believe, some perspiration. So if you're using your dominant, you're going to get a higher reading. So it wants to use your less dominant. Um, but it was really interesting to me because I had one of my friends here in town who's a patent, uh, patent attorney. I had him look at the, you know, how, how legitimate is this? And uh, so he read up on the patents, and, and actually he went out and bought one. Really? Because he said, this is, this is cool. So I, uh, I, I had, a, I had a, a, patent, a patent person that said, hey, this is cool, and I had already started using it and had some huge success. It's really easy. It's um, it's really easy to set up um, the, the the program, the software that, that it uses. Uh, very simple to get started. You can make it as, as robust as you'd like. But I, I kind of kept with a pretty, I guess, skeptical on the front end of how this thing was going to work, and it sort of took off. Do you track your calories and nutrients daily on the website from the readings? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and uh, absolutely. So there's a it. The body bug itself sits on your arm, and, it, and throughout the day, you wear it all day long, all night, um, and it is actually tracking your metabolic burn based on its its calculation. 
Um, so it does that work for you, which I think has always been a hard thing to, for people to know. Is this machine really telling, telling me accurately how much I'm burning? Does this ex- do I really know how much I burn in this exercise? And so it's, it's watching that by, it's monitoring that all day long. So the easier part is the cal- calorie intake because you can ultimately measure that. Um, but what I found out was that I've been probably measuring it wrong all my life. And um, sizes of things, when I started measuring to make sure that I was putting the right stuff in, I always overestimate the size of things. Um, you know, you, you start measuring things, you're like, whoa, that's not as... Uh, yeah, when you actually get down to it and, yeah. and then you're, you realize uh, two cups of cereal is not a full bowl, no. right? <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. So it, it it that's I think part of the exercise um, that makes it successful is you really begin because you have such good metrics coming out of it. You really want to put good metrics into it. So you're really careful to measure, like you, like you said, and that changes the way you approach food. Did you find that to be true uh, when you started doing this? Yes. the The food piece was actually probably the most life sustainable lesson that the body bug system helped me. Um, help me learn. I mean, the, the caloric burn's really nice, and it's fun, and it's neat to watch it go up and down all day, but the, the education around, you know, measuring different types of food and really researching to put the right information in the system was really the lifelong lesson that is probably most, um, that probably will, will stay with me for forever um, in terms of, of, of just really being helpful. Does it ask you how many hours, or does it tell you how many hours you slept and how many times you hit REM cycle when you were sleeping? Um, the body bug itself um, does not do anything with sleep. Mm-hmm. The body media, which is the other similar product, actually does have a sleep software on it. Oh. So it will, it will track that. It tracks sleep efficiency. Hmm. So I would say, because my patent attorney friend actually bought the body media version, because of the price points, and I, um, my experience after looking at his is that the caloric uh, intake, the uh, the calorie portion of what you can put in on the body bug is a little more robust than the body media, but his has the sleep efficiency portion. The body bug does not. Yeah, we've we've seen other products that uh, attempt to kind of track the sleep cycle. Um, so to speak, which is very interesting because mm-hmm. I think some people uh, probably suffer from sleep uh, deprecation and have no idea that they're not getting enough of that sleep throughout the night. And w- I think Fitbit is one of those that we've looked at, right? And mm-hmm. and that you put on your wrist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a watch that you wear on your wrist for $99. Yeah. And it, and it does some measurement of sleep. So Jamie, talk about like so. Talk about maybe when you first started, and then did things evolve and change for you as you were kind of on it for a while? How how long did you use it daily for? Um, we talked on the way in that you're not using it every day now, but um, w- when you were in kind of at the the peak of it, um, kind of did it change from when you started to you know three months later, six months later? How'd that work for you? Um, so the body bug comes with a six month subscription. And um, at that point, you, you know, you you decide I'm going to do more or, or whatnot. Um, I I used it I used it probably um, I really used it for five months, very very all the time, and um, I had very consistent results across the. Um, you, you know, you, you set and tell it your goals, and based on your goals, it tells you, you know, it looks like you burn X number of calories per day 
So therefore, if you want to reach a certain, let's just say it's a weight goal, it would say it w it'll set the caloric uh, deficit that you would have to meet. If it's um, muscle mass, because every week or two weeks or whatever you decide, you actually do body measurements with the with the tape and those kind of things. You can you can put in as scientific of measurements as you want, but in my case, it was just personal tape measure. <laughs> did did you do that yourself, or did you have a trainer do that for you? Um, I actually had my wife do it for me. Excellent. Oh. Yes. And uh, so she actually was. She's actually used the uh, the body bug system also. So you guys were doing that together. Did you find that like good accountability um, to have both of you doing it? Yes, I I had mine first, and after three weeks, I was learning so much. She said, I, in in bothering me about I have to have this. <laughs> I finally just drove to Twenty Four Hour Fitness and stopped the car and said, "Go in and get one," because I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just kind of beat you up until you got one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So did it evolve? Uh, did the way you use it kind of evolve then um, month one versus month two versus month three? Did you find you're doing things differently uh, from the beginning to the, to the midway point? Yeah, I, I, found, that I, I found that my food, um, I, I found that from a food perspective, when I started, I was eating a lot of foods that um, got me to my cal calorie uh, intake for the day pretty fast. And so I learned that I could eat a lot more. As time went on, I could eat a lot more by using other or eating other things. And, um, you know, so I, I learned a lot about that. I would say that that's the biggest thing, that as time went on, I was able to eat more of different things, things that were probably better for me. Um, and other than that, I wouldn't say that my activity changed a lot, although I learned certain activities were more efficient at burning calories for me than, than, than others. And... Um, so, I mean, for me, for me, I'd always been of the impression that I could burn a lot with the elliptical machine. According to my body bug, it was not as efficient as um, a lot of things. But for, for one, running, I've always compared, well, I'll run, I'll run for 20 minutes or do I elliptical for 30? And the fact is my body actually will burn more calories running for 20 than it will burn, than it will, even though the machines will say that they're pretty, it's mm -hmm. pretty much the same. What level were you on on the elliptical, would you say? Uh, I usually do, elliptical-wise, I usually do 12 to 14. Mm -hmm. So on a, on a 20, you know, on a, on a, on a, on a machine that will go to 20. Is that on intervals, hills, or manual? Uh, typically it's on intervals mm -hmm. or hills. Um, very rarely did I ever do right. manual. A lot of, uh, but I also, when I run, I typically don't run at the same pace. I run no. a lot of intervals, too, so like for like um it was interesting i mean even even things like mowing the lawn were um were very i mean that was a great activity for my body um other things lifting weights was not even lifting weights fast was not as was not as uh um like some of the circuit training stuff not as not as impactful as i would have thought in terms of that burn so jamie you're the trainer i mean why is that well um with lifting weights is using anaerobic um exercise and oxidation so you're not taking in as much oxygen and so your body isn't like burning as many calories with certain types I mean with um, running you're burning more calories because you're going longer and working harder but with um, the circuit training and lifting weights you could be taking a lot of breaks or you know just the rest periods it doesn't um, add up to more calorie burn throughout the day and that has a totally different 
it result, does. right? I mean, you're working, oh, yeah. you're, you're building muscle mass, which right. is going to burn calories. And I mean, there's, there's a result on the back end of that, right? For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Jamie, what, so if someone was considering doing this, what, what kind of advice going into it would you give them about the body bug? Um, the body bug really is a, a system that you have to be disciplined enough to spend time with it. Because if you want the results from a learning perspective or a, you know, a muscle mass or a weight loss or whatever your goal is, you really just have to give it the attention. Because to put all that food in every day, to measure the food ahead of time, um, that, that's the hard part. Because it's easy. This, the, the, the bug will keep track of the burn. It's putting in the intake that really gives you the ultimate results um, that... Um, that's really the that's really the difficult part. But I think um, it's it's definitely something that if you have some discipline and you're committed to doing that and staying on top of it, it's it's really been. I mean, I I, I my goal was to, to ultimately was to lose uh, to lose weight. Um, I wanted to get down to uh, uh, to uh, about 180 pounds, and over the course of between June 1st and December 1st, I was able to lose about 23 pounds. So um, that was really through eating. A lot of it was through eating. I didn't have a lot more exercise. Um, it was really through learning how to eat and eat well and what my body really um, needed. So, What was one food that surprised you the most that you're eating and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is killing my day? Honestly, it's, it's something that's healthy or we think of it as healthy, which is peanuts. But the size of a serving of peanuts just shocked me at how little – how few peanuts, you count 30 peanuts in your hand, and it doesn't look like a whole lot. And there's been a lot of days in my life prior to this where I would have just kept going back to the peanut jar for another 30 and throwing them in. And before I know it, I mean, I was consuming over 1,000 calories of peanuts without know, you know, knowing it. Um, and I know it's good for you, but it's, again, it's, it's about that size of those portions and knowing what mm-hmm. foods. Um, and even the same thing could be said for, for clementines. I mean, how little you know, calories there are in a clementine for, for how much you can eat. Right. Yeah, I was always surprised when I when I learned that it takes um, four pounds of broccoli to equal the calories that's in a single cheeseburger. And so you'd just never be able to eat four pounds of broccoli. I mean, it just wouldn't work. So no. you're you're kind of naturally limited, right, at that point. You just you just can't do it. Um, you just can't fill it out. Jamie, any more questions for, for Jamie? Um, that was really good. Yeah, Jamie. Anything else you want to add um, from from a body bug perspective? If somebody was considering using a body bug, you know, uh, you actually beat me in the weight challenge. I think because you were you used the body bug. We were very very close. We were dropping quickly, and and I was just keeping track at the time. I was just keep, keeping track of what I was eating on a d- daily plate. Mm-hmm. Is that the right one? And that helped me as well. Same kind of deal. Now I wasn't tracking the output as well, but. Um, uh, any other thoughts on the body bug or any advice you'd give to anybody um, thinking about using something like the body bug or the body bug itself? I mean, I think the more measurement you bring to anything, the more you're going to have you know, opportunities to watch results. And I think that the frustrating thing for a lot of people is you know, they come to the gym and they start a routine and they go, where's the weight? Um, but the reality sometimes for a lot of people is they're not watching the food or they're not watching the fact that their body might need more calories and the type of calories matter. So I think that the more you use tools like technology to help you measure 
kind of your your day in terms of your activity or what you're intaking. Um, those are those are really lifestyle um, sustainable and changing things that um, are, you know just really help out. And I, so I think it's a I think it's a huge whether you're using Body Bug or another another tool. The more measurement points you have, you know, the better off I think that you have the chance to have actual success in learning. How cool. long do you think you'll keep using the body bug for? Well, the interesting thing, so I did five strong months, and then my goal really in the last month was to see can I sustain my weight without it because I wanted to know if I really had learned about food. And um, so I'm happy to report that I, that I actually had lost a couple pounds um, even through the Christmas uh, holiday um, without, without, without the body bug. Now, um, I've got a couple additional months that uh, I'm at for sure going to, to activate here. And then, uh, then we'll see. But uh, it's always a tool I think I'll go back to from time to time to, to kind of reset my norms and, and see if getting older makes my, makes my body slow down enough to where I need to think differently about how much I do. Or, or it's really tough keeping track of everything and doing it all. So last question, then we'll cut you loose. I mean, appreciate you coming out uh, this afternoon and, and talking about the body bug. We've been trying to get the schedule for a couple of weeks. We've Jamie and I have talked about it on the show quite a bit. Next week, next week, you're finally here. So thanks for doing that. Besides the body bug, do you have a favorite technology gadget that you use um, for your workouts? Um, maybe maybe something you couldn't live without from from a fitness perspective that's technology related. Yeah, the DVR. Um, I just, I mean, I, honestly, I think the DVR for a lot of people, mm-hmm. something that takes your mind off of the task of, especially when you're trying to form a new habit of, of getting into working out. And you know, some of that distraction can be very, very helpful. And all of a sudden you go, wow, I'm going pretty fast. Or, you know, that's why I, I elliptical three or four mornings a, a week to some DVR show and that's that helps me pop out of bed when the alarm goes off at six o'clock yeah something something interesting to watch have you ever watched football uh while you're working out and find yourself running into the front Uh, well you you use elliptical at home treadmill you ever watch football and find yourself running into the the front of it I I have I have done that before yes yes (laughs) or coming off the side I notice I lean when I'm watching football, I'll lean into the play as I'm watching it, so I got to be really careful not to go off the side of the treadmill. So sometimes that uh, watching TV can be a little dangerous. It's true. Yeah. Well, Jamie, thanks for taking a few minutes uh, out of your busy schedule today to come and talk about the body bug. Uh, we appreciate it, and we'll have you back again, maybe six months, and you can kind of tell us how things are going. Excellent. Thanks, Excellent. Jamie. Thanks for stopping in. Enjoy. Well, we thank Jamie Hunt for coming in talking about the body bug. That's uh, that was great. Yeah, very cool to be able to kind of get a firsthand, um, you know, kind of firsthand account. Exactly. Then you know, like, um, how to track it and, you know, what kind of feel you're going to get if you decide to purchase the body bug and how it will really help um, you to achieve your goals. Yeah, for sure. I um, came in on Saturday. I got nine miles in on the treadmill, which is a long, long way to go wow. on a treadmill. Used the earbuds for the first time oh. in a long run, Did right? You like and them? yeah, they were fantastic. They worked really well. Stayed in nicely. Uh, now, you know, in a nine mile run, you're not uh, jerking your head around a lot, so it's not an opportunity for them to fall. But they're very comfortable throughout the run, so oh, nice. that was kind of cool. Just to follow up on on the on the earbuds. Um, Sarah said to me, uh, Sarah, my wife, said to me on the way home. Uh, from dinner the other night. She said, oh, by the way, you can get me a pair of earbuds for, really? for my birthday. 
<laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, she was. So your work and your work out this weekend were good. Then I take it as well. Yes, they were. Yeah, you I know. Oh, go ahead. Maybe I should try some earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're you know they're not terribly expensive. They retail at about thirty nine ninety nine okay. for the Iron Man, um, and uh, they're going to then I think twenty nine uh, ninety nine for the regular ones. A little more than maybe the 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 earbuds that you you know the ones you get at Best Buy or whatever. Um, they're running specials all the time, and uh, actually gonna um, we're looking at becoming an affiliate or the Average Guy TV an affiliate of them. So they'll be. Oh, no. They'll be, uh, they can, um, folks could come to the site and click through and purchase through us. And um, it won't always be a discount code with that, but uh, it would support the podcast. So it's kind of cool. I talked to them about that today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's very cool. That is great. Um, let's see. Wanted to talk to you uh, about, I was reading an article in the New York Times um, today, and uh, it's talked about recharging your fitness. So this is the time of year when everybody, of course, is. New Year's yeah. resolutions, hey, t- getting back on track. Yeah, tell me what your job is like in the month of January as a trainer. It is unbelievable. Today, um, starting at 2 o'clock, 2.30, the treadmills are booked all the way until 6 o'clock p.m. tonight. You can't even get on one if you have not reserved for your treadmill. So it's all booked, and then the weights are all being used, and a lot of people are rechanging their workout time to the morning because the afternoon is so packed. So the morning is packed. Lunch hour's not too bad because people have a lot of meetings, but the afternoons are packed before um, people go home. They're getting their workouts in and um, running the stairs if their machine is used because all the cardio machines this afternoon were used. You couldn't get on a single one. Yeah, it was awesome. it was booked this morning. Now, but it's crazy. We're um, taking assessments because it's the beginning of the year measurements, so we're busy with that and making programs, workout programs for people. and. Um, now's the time for trek up the tower training and half and full marathon training, trying to put all those programs together. And the good news is you will have your program tomorrow. <laughs> I've been I've been bugging Jamie about uh, my my marathon training program. Mm-hmm. You and I have been trying to build a program. You're going to run the half, and yes. I'm going to run the full. Right. And we're going to start out together. Yeah, and so we've we've we're trying to build a training plan then that that collides during the week so we can exactly. run together, right? Right. Yeah, and the advantage of that is accountability, right? It is accountability, which is great. And you ran hills today. How did that go? I did. So uh, it was about 30 degrees out there. It was perfect. It was and, really uh, nice this morning. I'm like, wow, no wind and 30 seems cold, but actually it was like a heat wave. Yeah, so Jeff That's Wilbur talked to me into going outside. Awesome. Yeah, so we ran Park Wild, which oh, in nice. Omaha is famous now for uh, for hill, hill climbs. Running. and He ran up three, and I did two and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we got about, he got six, just a little over six. Okay. And I did about five and a half when oh, all was said and done. We get some hills. So just one of those things where the day was just too beautiful not to get outside. Oh, you got to exactly. figure out ways to do that, right? For sure. Yeah. So your your life is crazy then as a trainer at the moment. Yes. And, and dealing with with And trying things. to get caught up with programs and um, assessments and everything, gradings. What, uh, what's the number one reason people quit, do you think? I mean, in your opinion... They get started in January and then they don't make it into February. What 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 are the reasons for that? I think they usually? start out too hard, too fast. They're like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, lose a bunch of weight, and they get frustrated too because they're working out super hard and they're not gonna see the weight drop right away because they are converting um, fat into muscle mass, and so the scale will become heavier and they get really frustrated. And they're not seeing the weight dropping. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm working out twice as hard as I used to, and I'm eating good, and I'm not seeing the scale change. I'm forgetting this. I'm going back to my old habits. 
So that's really tough. I mean, you just have to be patient and wait it out. And you know that you're doing, you know, the right things for your body because you're working out and you're eating healthier. Even though you may not see the scale change, just keep up with it and you will see a change. Yeah, because, you know, probably some advice I guess I would give is um, don't use a scale. Don't use a scale. Yeah, just stay off. Just stay after your workouts and go by how your clothes are fitting. Are your pants fitting looser? You know, are your shirts fitting looser around the arms? Can you tighten another um, notch on your belt? Check, that's the perfect way to check how you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's a really good low-tech solution, which, you know, doesn't require many gadgets. And I think some measurements, right? What you're right. talking about is a change in measurement, Inches not necessarily in weights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because... Um, as you're lifting weights and um, working out, muscle weighs more than fat does. So you could be gaining muscle mass and the scale will be increasing because muscle weighs more than fat does. So, and if you look at like, um, you can you can compare it like muscle is like an orange but weighs like a grapefruit, whereas fat is like a grapefruit but weighs like an orange. So that's the tricky part. Okay. You know. Yeah, that's, that's good to think of. Mm-hmm. I, I think you just got to stay at it for six months you can't really ease into it ease into and, it and then um just don't you know don't expect miracles right, right. and don't just ex- just make it a lifestyle right make it a lifestyle ease into it so it's something that you can do continue with for the rest of your life because you want this to be a healthy change that you can establish and maintain and it's a good habit to get into i mean it helps reduce your blood pressure and lowers your cholesterol and reduces your blood sugar levels and um, reduces your triglycerides, improves your mood levels, and so you're helping yourself physically and mentally by working out. Very good. Well, you know, we're always out there looking for and to talk about different ways to kind of to work out and maybe not work out. And I think this article I got from the it's from the New York Times. It's called "Recharge Your Fitness," written by Chris Blank, and uh, and Chris goes through and talks about some alternative ways to recharge your workout and, and maybe not make it feel like a workout. So uh, what I want to do is I want to work through a few of these, and then I want to get uh, kind of want to get your your feedback on that. You know, one of the big pushes that's going on right now in our country, and it's hard to believe we're to this point, but is getting kids 60 minutes of exercise a day. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, because there's so many gains. I mean, yes, we have, like, the Wii and the Connect, but – Besides that, people, so many kids are just on their computers or in front of the TV, and neighborhoods aren't as safe as they used to be, so kids aren't going outside to play, and they're just stuck eating, you know, junk food and not the healthiest foods, watching TV, and the most calories, is, which is unbelievable, that kids get is from pop and um, fruit juice. Yeah, and a lot, and fruit juice is a sneaky one. That, that can sneak up on sugar. you. Yeah. And especially if it's not 100%, you're getting all these extra preservatives into that juice, like high fructose corn syrup and, I mean, all this extra sugar. Yeah, so it, it's really an easy thing to cut out as well. Go water, milk, uh, tea, coffee for adults. Um, mm-hmm. Although coffee's a horrible habit to get into if you can avoid that one. It is, especially that if you one. add creamer and sugar. Yeah, and I'll shoot them. I'm, I'm, so I'm on that. Oh, no. I did like four cups today. Oh, um, dear. It's really bad. You know, I hope people realize, as I'm just a person, too, we talk about all right. this fitness stuff. And human. if you're struggling with your fitness and you think, I can't do it. You know, I work really hard at both 
blowing it and getting it right. Um, and, and it's okay to blow it from time to time. Uh, you just need to get back on the wagon exactly. and, and get it right. So, The well, next thing is your body forgives you, and you can always get back onto it tomorrow. And your body's never going to say, you can't do this ever again. It will always allow you to jump back on it. And your body remembers that, hey, I was at this before. I can do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so in the spirit of 60 minutes a day, here's some ideas for both you and kids um, to do. Um, activities to get uh, you the 60 minutes a day that you need. So the first one is play pupil. Ask one of your children or grandchildren to teach you an activity, game, or sport. Kids love to be the experts. Um, also, you will get a workout learning a new activity. So kind of get your kids involved. You ever thought about asking your kids? Yours are kind of young, but mm-hmm. what do you think about asking your kids to teach you a new game? Oh, my gosh. If I said, can you teach me how to play soccer, they would just go crazy, like, kicking the ball. And they're like, kick the ball, run around. I mean, it's constant, nonstop. And it's perfect. We need to be more like kids ourselves, just constantly moving, which they love to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be, I imagine it'd be great family, just a great Great family activity. Great family bonding time. I mean, there's nothing more that kids want than to spend time um, with their parents doing activity. They just love that attention. And it helps with their self-esteem too so they need that time with their parents yeah it's crazy i remember as a kid we used to play basketball outside all the time and we, we did everything i'd come in just sweaty every single night i just don't know how i live with myself in those days because we just played that's all you did right oh, we'd yeah. go out and play on the street we play baseball we played all the seasonal sports so baseball during baseball season basketball football um, we were out there riding our bike constantly or pulling you know the sisters in the wagon and up the hills and down the hills and we used to play hide-and-go-seek. Uh, that was a big deal on a Friday and a Saturday night once it got dark. And in the summer, you know, it wouldn't get dark till late. Oh. Now, I grew up in California, so we could play it in the winter at times. But that was a lot of fun. You'd have to run and, you know, kick the can kind of is what we called it. And, uh, and that was a lot of fun, too. But it kept us active, right? Right, right. That's a lot of fun. We one, always did that. One of the other uh, or another option here, and I didn't really think of this, is it says um, try an obstacle course. Set up an obstacle course in your yard or your basement. Chart out a fun and interactive route. See who can do it the fastest. That's a great idea. And yeah. kids love nothing more than a challenge, especially with their parents. And um, what's fun is you could even get those lawn games, like those lawn golf or the bago games or um, the monkey. Well, we call them monkey balls, but <laughs> <laughs> with the golf ball Maybe thing. that's not politically correct in No, I think it's like ladder golf, maybe. Yeah. Ladder golf. Right. Right, but. Yeah. The, uh, Make it a challenge out of all those games together who can, like, you know, test their skills and their agility. That would be a lot of fun. You know, adding timing to anything makes it a competition. It does. right? And, and I know we do that here. And actually, I'm probably the biggest resistor of that, uh, probably because I'm the slowest in most cases. But uh, actually, I did win Friday's stair event. I was the fastest. We did this uh, pyramid where we carried weights up the stairs. 10 pounds, 20, 30, 40, 50, mm-hmm. and then back down back 40, down. 30, 20, 10. Yeah. It was an amazing workout. 26 minutes, 4 seconds, something right. like that. So um, it was great. But, yeah, adding timing to it add, really changes oh, it, doesn't it? It really does. It makes you work harder and faster. Yeah, you know, and it gives you the ability to kind of track, uh, like Jamie Hunt, who was here, talked about uh, metrics, right, and, and measuring things over time. Gives you the ability to check your progress as well, right? I mean, it's, if it's measured, exactly. you can chart it, right? Mm-hmm. You can't manage what you don't measure. 
Right. Well, that's a great. That's a great way to say it. you can't measure what you don't measure. And we do a lot of measurements here at Gallup. I mean, we measure everything. So uh, uh, that that comes to your fitness as well. So the next one says create a, f- a family fitness night. Set aside. You know, we talked about family game night. So right. maybe you can make this a family fitness night. Set aside an evening each week to be with your family on fitness night. If that's too big of a goal, try for just one time a month. Each week, a different person in the family chooses the family activity that you'll do together. Um, which could be frisbee golf, which is a great. I, I haven't played frisbee golf in forever. Two-on-two basketball or walking, of course, th- those are, um, you know, here in the Midwest, it's hard to get outside this time of year, so you might need to come up with something inside your garage. Start your evening by having dinner together. Wow, having dinner. That's amazing. I even have to say that, right? Oh, exactly. I mean, it's so important. You can teach your kids healthy eating habits by having dinner together and hosting conversation, talking about their day, and that is like the perfect engagement that drives their self-esteem and actually their school performance, too. It was researched. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, this is another seasonal activity, plant a garden. Oh, I and do, do you that. guys do you guys garden with your with your family? No, I want to. That's like my goal for this year is to get a garden. Growing up, we always had this huge garden. I love the fresh vegetables that you could get from the garden, and that was the whole fun of even eating the vegetables in the garden. But that's perfect bonding time, teaching each other, you know, how to work together and plant the garden, talk about different vegetables and what's healthy about the vegetables, and how you could get your reds, greens, and blues in. Which is important. Yeah, and they're really good for you. Just make sure your soil's good. Yeah. You know, no lead. Yeah, it's it's um, you know yeah we we could probably have a whole discussion on gardening, but um, some depending on your area, um, you might want to be careful about gardening That's these true. days. There could be some pollution. There there is a movement, um, and and it's called um, oh shoot I'm gonna forget now that I'm on the spot, but it has to do with planting inside of um, you know those little kiddie pools. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could make these compost gardens inside. And actually, it conserves water, and you mm-hmm. can make your own compost that's healthy, and the, the plants grow in them. And then they're contained, right? It's like a big container garden. You just use these pools, these plastic pool containers. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and you don't have to. It's they're, Oftentimes, they're weed. Um, they're very weed-free. Exactly. Especially if you get, you know, mulch or something, you can make your own mulch. So, that's an idea too, you know. Um, you can you can always build, make your own dirt, and you can do right. some container gardening, and that that makes it a lot simpler. I like maintenance uh, free. That's I hate pulling weeds. I'll I just be honest too. with this: so much work. But maybe that's <laughs> defeating the purpose here because we're trying to get work out out of it. And and pulling weeds just burn calories and works your muscles. Yeah, it does. So shoulders, it's back, and abs. Not a bad thing to do. Uh, the next one is teach the classic games. Invite the neighbor family, uh, the neighborhood families, to teach all to play Red Rover. Well, wow, I haven't, I haven't done Red Rover in a long time. Foursquare. I haven't been even longer since oh, that's that. So fun. Some good activity. Remember tether ball? Did you guys have a tether ball at your school? Do you know no. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. That ball on the pole. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah, we that. No. That's a crazy one. Uh, someone's guaranteed to get it a fat is lip. Fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to get hit in the head on that one. You know that one's coming. Uh, Twister and uh, Hullabaloo. I've never played that hub- Hullabaloo before. Soccer. I always think of kickball. Kids love kickball. Oh, Easy kickball to do with so a big group. Fun. And even playing baseball, you know, softball, t ball. That's a lot. Of fun. Yeah. And we used to even. Um, when we were kids and we just didn't have anything, we would play tackle. Uh, or we called it something different, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> but we just, you know, one guy would have a football 
and everybody, you just ran away, and then everybody tackled you. Oh, and wow. You would, when you got tackled, you'd throw the ball out, and somebody else would pick it up and try. And, and the oh, goal fun. was to stay on your feet the longest hmm. type deal. So, yeah, it was, it was a great workout. Right. You know, Today, I'm not sure you get away with that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. We broke fingers and collarbones and knees oh, doing wow. that stuff. But in, in our parents didn't seem to mind. But the cost of health care these days, you got to be... Yeah. You got to be very, very careful. We play volleyball off of our um, porch roof. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. That was a lot of fun. I bet that sounds fun. Um, let's see. Okay, so um, play kids games and uh, enjoy as a family childhood games that everyone knows. Have fun and get silly with tag, duck, duck, goose. Duck, duck, goose is great. Uh, Simon says, "Do you guys play any of those?" For Christmas, we played Santa says. Santa says, "Touch your ears." touch your Santa says touch your toes and we were like moving all around and now um my kids love playing Santa says oh that's funny <laughs> that is funny like, so does Simon it's Sa- it's Santa, Santa right and yeah. and uh excellent so some um maybe some activities for the high-tech family uh so go geocaching have you ever geo they say that yeah geocaching have fun with this outdoor activity that uses global uh, global positioning system or GPS or other navigating tools to hide and find containers. You can turn a hike into a high-tech adventure. Okay, Aww. so what this is, is there's some places that you can go where there's containers. It's like out in the woods and, mm-hmm. and such, or even in the city. And and they've hidden things, uh, or you're supposed to take pictures of things. So you start with your GPS device okay. on your phone, and then it'll say, go here, go there. I mean, there's all kinds of different um uh, things you can do with that to wow. to get you moving right inside a city. That's a great idea. Yeah. Wow. Geopoints. Hmm. You know, so if you're high tech and you're into that, that in, in, you can move about a city. The other thing you could do is travel city, p- take pictures, and then uh, maybe Foursquare that. Um, there you go. You know, use use the Foursquare app to say I'm here, I'm wow. there. Take a picture. I mean, and then I'll walk you around. You get to take some pictures of some things, maybe some interesting things in hmm. your city. Those get uploaded, and sometimes you get credit for those in the various social networks that you're oh. associated with. So, Well, you could use that with your iTouch, couldn't you? Oh, absolutely. So today yeah. I saw these, oh, they're probably third or fourth graders. They got iTouches for Christmas, and they could easily play that with their iTouches. Yeah, now a touch is Wi-Fi enabled. Right. And it's, I think it's got GPS, but you have to be, I, I haven't messed with the new ones, so I don't know for sure. But uh, certainly any Android phone or any iPhone mm-hmm. um, would have that ability, and there would be some cool things that you could do um, with that. Some of the bigger cities, I think, already right. have contests and stuff set up oh, to do wow. that kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. When we were kids, well, teenagers, we used to do a form of that with CB radios. Now, <laughs> that really dates me, right? But somebody would drive, and we didn't do it. We didn't do it walking. It was with cars. But somebody would drive out to a location and hide in their car, and then they would queue up the CB radio. And then you would drive around trying to find them based on the meter strength. And no way. The closer you got to them, the the more the greater the meter strength. <laughs> that would be so much fun. It was a blast. It was just an absolute blast. Oh, that's um, awesome. You know, when I was at CES, I saw all kinds of high-tech gadgets for your bike. And certainly really? a, a bike and an iPhone or a bike and an Android phone, uh, you could actually measure using, like, the Run Keeper Pro. It says Run Keeper, but it really – they have biking on there as well. So you can track all Run your biking. biking. And, hmm. and where you've been, walking, uh, running, biking, all those activities are, are now on RunKeeper Pro. So wow. you can really, you can track everything, which is kind of fun. That is. Post that. Mine automatically posts to Facebook, and then people comment on that. And when you're a, 
when you're a uh, a junkie. Yeah. Well, but when you're a um, when you're a junkie like me with with Facebook posts, it really means a lot when folks make comments on that. Okay, so some here's some winter ideas. So um, th- this would be good for us, right? So make housework fun. Now, I, my kids would just absolutely re- revolt at this, but take on housework as a family, turn it into fun by playing music, divide the chores, create some healthy competition, and plan a fun reward when you're all done, such as going bowling as a family. We went bowling yesterday, actually. Yeah, that's a good workout. Yes, it is. We um, bowled three games, and I had to stretch out my wrists afterwards. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it gets, it's just, my kids love bowling. They oh, just, yeah. they love that. And they do cosmic bowling and they'll bowl all night. I mean, they've done lock-ins as That's teens. Awesome. And they bowl all night. That's really good. And it's good for like kids of all ages. My three and a half year old, you could get the stand and she just loved carrying the eight pound ball over, putting the ball on the stand and then push it down the stand in it. She even got a strike once. Very good. Do they have the, the rails that come up? The bumpers. Yeah. Yeah, bumpers. Yeah, those, those really help for little kids, kind of encourage for them. sure. Um, you can put on your dancing shoes. So uh, take turns picking out your favorite music and dance up a storm in the living room. My sisters and I, we used to do that. <laughs> when we were grounded, we're like, we can't go to the dance. We're dancing ourselves. And it was so much fun. And we were even sweating. I mean, you can go for hours. Doing oh, that yeah. Too. Yeah. And just play the music really loud exactly. and, and have a good time doing that. Um, outdoors, uh, maybe these are summer activities. Explore the outdoors. Hit your local trail on weekends for some biking or hiking. Pack a healthy l- lunch and let the kids choose their picnic spot. Do you guys get out much as a family during the summer? Um, we do. We will go um, close to their house. Our house, there's kind of like this little lake thing. You can walk around it and fish at it. And we'll bring a picnic lunch. We'll walk about four miles around the lake. And then um, while the guys are fishing, we'll start the lunch so bring healthy sandwiches and um, carrots in a little baggie and um, some mixed mixed up fruit and water so it's perfect yeah it is good to get out Mm -hmm. and kind of walk around out there's a lot of stuff out there the less people get outside the more pristine some of those things are too it used to be that stuff was overrun and and now not so much right that's pretty sad well, my encouragement to folks uh, is to plan, and and you know we, again we talk a lot about running on this podcast, but there are a lot of activities that folks could start planning for. Some events, um, you know, you don't necessarily have to run to be a part of a 10k. You could walk it if you want. Mm-hmm. Right? We've talked about that. Definitely. There's as the spring comes along, we are um, there's a lot of events that are coming up. I'm just thinking about some of the running activities, but there's even biking challenges. You could go on the biker. Like there's the um, different walks. There are 5K walks and two-mile walks that are challenges part of groups like the MS Walk. And there's, I think, it even MS Bike Ride. and Yeah, and use technology to, to make it more fun. Right. Listen to your favorite music. Yeah. Um, I ran, I just streamed Pandora while I ran this weekend. I don't really listen to much music anymore. I do so much podcasting and listening to podcasts that mm-hmm. I, I've really kind of walked away from music. So, I don't have a lot of music on my iPod, so to speak, or on my phone, and so I just streamed Pandora while, while we watched the football game. That's perfect. And, uh, and it was helpful. It was a Saturday afternoon, and there were three of us on the treadmills here. So it was, wow. that was very helpful. Good. Yeah. That's really good. Do you think those people were like New Year's resolution people? No. Or they training? They're, they're trainers. They're veterans. Yeah, they're the veterans who may have got squeezed out during the week by, right. by the new folks. 
Um, we all have, and this is great, Jamie, and this is really a, a testament to the training that you guys have done or the way you've gotten us to thinking, is that we all think long workout on Saturday now. Yes. So it used to be I take, you know, I train five days a week mm -hmm. and then take Saturday and Sunday off. Well, now we train five days a week, and mm -hmm. Saturday's the long day. The long day. The long day. So, you know, and, and for me, Saturday was nine. It'll just get longer um, exactly. from here as we move forward. So it's a great way of thinking. Everybody thinks now, okay, what am I going to do for my long workout? Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually going to move in a direction here uh, once I get my schedule from you. Uh, that I'm going to start practicing a four-hour workout on the weekend. Nice. So I'm going to run my allotted hours, and then mm -hmm. I'm going to fill up the rest of the workout with elliptical or bike or something along those lines to start teaching my body to run or to be, you know, to be active for four hours. Because that's honestly where I've struggled in the marathon is, is at hour three. I do great up to hour mm -hmm. three, and then I just kind of crash through hour four. Oh, so I've got to figure out how to get my body through that. Yeah. Any for any sure. tips for me for long endurance stuff like that? Um. Yeah. Endurance training is the best way to go. Um, building it up with intervals on the stairmill, intervals on the treadmill, the bike, the elliptical, any type of interval cardio you can get, and even with circuit training, that will build up your interval. So even if you say you do your long run, like a twelve mile run, then go to a circuit training workout and then go back on to like a stairmill or a bike change it up like totally keep your body guessing yeah mm -hmm. uh, muscle confusion muscle right confusion that's yeah. the best way excellent well we've got our work cut out ahead of us this spring and uh, it'll be fun to kind of talk through it and and um you know watch maybe our fitness goals you're gonna run a half i'm gonna run a full right excited mm -hmm. about that yes. although it's more than just running it's it's about total fitness so it we is. do a lot of different things and around it's overall that. wellness and wellness is um it's not just working out is thinking ahead on meal planning and it's thinking about you know how um, am I going to feel tomorrow if I don't get my workout in how am I going to have enough energy the rest of the week if I don't get my workout in and so it's thinking about like ahead the rest of the week how you're going to feel and doing things so that you're feeling good physically and mentally and so that you feel good in your career and with your friends social and um, so it's career well-being social well-being physical well-being physical well-being, and community well-being. Excellent. And and we here at Gallup see those as the five pillars of, of well-being. Exactly. And um, what, I'm going to rattle off some websites. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say if folks want to contact us or have questions on, on the podcast or have some ideas of what they'd like us to talk about, um, it's podcast at theaverageguy.tv. All these links will be in our show notes at theaverageguy.tv. Um, and, but um, just some things to help you out in case uh, you wanted to get some more information on some of the things we talked about. Uh, there's some information at uh, mypyramid.gov that talks about the food pyramid. And I use that one all the time, actually. It has great tracking sheets. Um, you can enter in your weight and your age and your gender, and it tells you in your activity levels, and it tells you how many calories you should be eating. And then based on your calories, it gives you tracking sheets to track how many fruits and vegetables you had each day and lean proteins and whole grains and glasses of water and activity. And then it also um, lets you look at different things you should be eating and how much of each food group. And, uh, the, of course, the President's Challenge, which has been around a long time long now. Long time. Um, uh, that's just presidentschallenge.org. Have you ever seen that site? Or recently? It's been a while. It hasn't been recent. Yeah, I haven't gone out there either, but that really is to get kids involved in physical fitness. This is my favorite one, and you'll never be able to remember this, but it's it's, um, it's fns.usda.gov slash eat smart, play hard, healthy lifestyle. 
<laughs> Isn't that great? We'll put that link in the show notes, so you'll need to go out there uh, to our show notes and pick that up. Um, and last, of course, um, and, and we'll do the Heart Association Walk um, this summer probably again, but uh, startwalkingnow.org. And, and I did that last year together. Yeah, we mm-hmm. did. A, a great event. About five miles. I think it was a little short of that. More like three. It was four it? miles. Was it four? Yeah. Um, but, again, if you want to start walking or an event that you want to start walking for and raise some money for a good cause, um, the right Heart Walk cause. is a way to do that. And it all stays within your state, which really? is nice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's kind of a local thing, and each each state has their own website, and right. and and we raised some money last year. Real really easy to to get encouragement and a, a not so fancy T-shirt. Well, <laughs> yeah, but but it's a great day. To, I mean, beforehand they have heart survivors talking about their story and how they got through it and what they do now to um, change their lifestyle and stay healthy. And I mean, it's great. They have things for kids and adults and. Um, in Omaha, I mean, ConAgra is based here, so they have a lot of healthy choice um, meals and cookbooks and different samples you can sample. And Hy-Vee has um, healthy foods like water and um, I think some fruit there that you could have. Yeah, so, it's just a really cool yeah, event. it is. Very cool. We walked around the we walked very, around the downtown area, yeah. and it was very good. Very family-oriented. Yeah. Well, Jamie, we're at the end of another podcast. Already. I know. It goes so stinking fast it when does. we do this. But I'll remind folks again, they can contact us, podcast at uh, theaverageguy.tv. Um, I do have some affiliate links out there on that site, theaverageguy.tv, uh, 24-Hour Fitness. we got some deals going oh, uh, with them if they click on that. In fact, it'll be at the bottom of the show notes um, for this. So if folks want to consider the body bug, they can go out and click on the affiliate link. Perfect. And that will um, that will give them, and it, that changes the deal changes all the time. So I hate to say what that is, but it is some money off the body bug. And I think if you buy two, it's even more. So oh, um, some good deals. A family accountability event. Yeah, I think if you're gonna if you're married and you're gonna and one's gonna do it, you probably should do it with two, yeah, right? Yeah, it works best. So right. pop out there. You can check out those affiliate links, and of course. When you click through those, um, that uh, makes the, makes us, uh, I shouldn't say it, the way I say it, makes us a little money. Really, it makes the podcast a little bit of money, helps pay for the bandwidth. And no one ever gets rich doing podcasting, but it's fun to do for sure. For sure. So we'll be back next week. Um, we've got some things lined up coming up here, don't we? Yes, yeah. we do. Next week, we have Laura Rehnquist. She um, started out with not knowing if she could run two miles, and now she qualified for the Boston Marathon. That's crazy. So we're going to hear about her story and how um, her running journey has progressed. And then the week after that, um, we will hear from Ryan Vegan, who is an avid biker. Yeah, so biking. We're going to get away from running a little bit, and, and we're going to try and find more topics like that. It's, it's easy to find the runners because we're, we're in that community, right, but right. Um, Ryan's going to talk about biking and some of the technology that goes into the biking. Exactly. Yeah, cool. So, I- again, if, if you want to be on the show, um, we have different ways to bring you in. If you'd like to talk about your fitness journey and, and how you do that with technology, that would be great. Podcast at um, TV. All right, Jamie, have a great week. Be fit. You be fit as well. Listeners, um, get in there. Don't give up. If the scale's not showing, just don't look at the scale and just keep your body active and eating healthy. Very much. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week on the Fitness Tech Podcast. Take care. Have a healthy week.
All right, we're going to edit this here because my, my laptop. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear it log off in the middle yeah. of that? Yeah. 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 Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie.